Thank you. And I put a lot of pressure on our uh, music teams there. Uh, usually there's one special a service, and I asked them today to put in five. And so anyway, a lot of extra time and effort and energy. And so make sure that you show your appreciation. That did not just happen without a lot of practice and a lot of time and investment. So thank you for those that work with the music ministry. All right, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Very familiar passage of Scripture. This last week, I preached a message entitled, Back to Basics. And really, when we think about uh, our future as, as a believer, we've got to make sure that we've got our, our basics, our fundamentals nailed down. And when we think about Hebrews eleven six, the Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Impossible. That means that we are to live by faith. Romans 1, 17. Uh, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. By faith. And so as an individual Christian, as an individual believer, how's my faith? If I am going to live by faith, my faith has to matter to me. It has to be a priority. If I'm going to live by faith, then my faith has to be real. My faith cannot just, it can't be borrowed. You know, when it comes to new believers, I, I will tell new believers, borrow my faith until you can grow and learn and establish your own faith. Because what is being preached and taught, there's, there's, a, there's a verse, there's biblical principle that backs up what I believe. And if you haven't learned that yet, then borrow my faith. But we can't live our life borrowing somebody else's faith. That's why in Galatians it tells us that we are as newborn babes to desire the sincere milk of the word. Why? That we may grow thereby. There has to be a time where that faith becomes ours. And it's not just what somebody is handing me, that bottle, if you would. There has to be a time where you grab a hold of that fork yourself. Mine. You have these toddlers, and you go to try to help them pretty soon. Uh, they get to a spot where they want to take a hold of that, that fork. They want to take a hold of that spoon. They want to do it. Me do it. I do it. Me do it. You know, and they're trying to, they're trying to feed themselves and you know what? It's messy. You know what? New believers, it's messy. Because there's so much that you don't quite know yet. And you're trying to follow and you're not quite sure how, to, how it all comes together. Uh, but those of us that have been saved any period of time, we're still figuring things out too. When we, we get to the spot where we think that we've got it all figured out, we're in trouble. Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Uh, there's, this expectation of growth, is it needs to continue for all of us. So he said, but without faith it is impossible. Colon. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Is God real to you? 
God real to you? You must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. God blesses obedience. Let me say that again. God blesses obedience. Let's say that together. God blesses obedience. God gives us his word. He gives us the principles of scripture. And in doing so, as I believe that he is, because I believe that he is, then I am going to follow him. As I choose to follow him, I know that he's going to bless me for doing so. And he does. God blesses. Uh, he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Seldom people take or plan a journey where, where they will be by themselves. Trips are taken, but usually it's based on going with somebody. And maybe if you don't have somebody that's going with you, you you choose your destination based on who's going to be there when you get there. The different places that you're going to go. Uh, Brother Bill and Miss Terry, they just decided to take a, uh, a nationwide trip and they went all around the, uh, the country and they stopped here and there and everywhere and the places that they stopped along the way, uh, it, was, it was a Bible Baptist uh, church reunion. Just about everywhere they went, they stopped at this location and saw uh, this family and went to another state and saw another uh, church family that uh, had moved away. And, uh, and so they had this opportunity, but uh, there were destinations, but there were relationships that were based at each one of those lo locations. But most of those trips or journeys, they revolve around personal relationships. The journey of life should revolve around God. A relationship with God. Now, I'm thankful that we get to take the journey with people that we care about. I'm thankful for that. But this journey of faith is a journey of faith between you and God. When we see the Lord, when we stand before the Lord, we will stand all by ourselves. And when we think about this, this relationship, this, this relationship with God, this journey of faith, uh, he said, without faith, it's impossible to please him. So I have got to uh, have faith. My faith uh, needs to be lived. And, uh, and so uh, this journey of life has to be a life lived in faith, and it has to be a life lived by faith. In faith and by faith. So, so as we look at it, though, there is a journey then. This life is a journey. This life is a journey, and tonight I want to just talk to you about a journey of faith, a journey of faith, and let's pray. Father, thank you for the journey that you have given us. Thank you for the opportunities uh, that we have 
uh, to be able to live life. And uh, Lord, that you have, uh, you have gotten our attention and you have uh, entered into our lives in a, and we have received you. We thank you for that. Uh, but Lord, I pray that each and every one of us would uh, enhance our, our relationship with you would grow and that our journey uh, of life, our journey in faith uh, would continue to grow. So help us this evening, please. Amen. So 50 years ago, there was a journey that started uh, of Bible Baptist Church and that journey uh, had a root that was over 2,000 years old. And we think about 50 years old, and 50 years old is a long time uh, for a church. But at the same time, we, the roots of our church have, have been for over 2,000 years and even prior to that. Uh, but the, the Lord's coming. And in this journey, uh, it was a journey uh, of an organization. When you think about the organization of the church, but it was the it was the the relationship of individuals, and it was individuals that uh, that gathered together to take a step of faith together, and and that's where uh, a church was started. So uh, we had people that loved the Lord, and uh, the people that uh, have had come together to to assemble and start uh, this body of believers, uh, but. But the, this, this journey is a journey that is with the Lord. And, uh, and when we think about uh, the people that have been and have passed on the scene, uh, there, are, there are blessings that we get to enjoy because of somebody else's sacrifice, somebody else's investment. Uh, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, but their journey by faith had been lived. We are not where we're at because without people who had lived by faith. There, there have been people whose faith was real to them. And that's why we have what we have today. And there are those that are going to come behind us. And will they have, will they have a church? Will they have uh, a faith uh, that has been ha- passed on? And so uh, as we, we look at this journey, and I'm not looking at preaching long tonight. Uh, so I want you to see several things. Number one, uh, with with our text, uh, it is impossible, without faith, it is impossible to please him. And so number one, uh, I want you to see, we need to live your faith, live your faith. As a believer, we need to live our faith. The faith that we have, the belief system that we have, we've got to live it. Uh, There are too many people that say, that's what I believe, but they don't live it. And now we have an un, untrue sound. It doesn't ring true and, uh, and, and it doesn't give a clear sound. Uh, Romans 1.17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. That is, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And, uh, and so uh, just seeing the, uh, the faith that uh, is supposed to be lived and it's supposed to go from faith to faith. It is to go from one individual's faith to somebody else's faith, from one generation of faith to the next generation of faith, from faith to faith. So we need to live uh, our faith, live your faith, uh, an honest, true manifestation of your faith. What you believe in your soul should be lived in your life. It should be It should just be 
natural. It should just come out. Uh, it should be the natural overflow. Uh, you've heard the illustration before. There was uh, a man that was sitting down and he was in his chair and he's reading the, uh, the newspaper. And as he's reading the newspaper, his little girl was sitting over, she's in the rocking chair and she's rocking and, uh, and, and dad's reading the newspaper. And, and all of a sudden she starts singing, Jesus loves me, this I know. And the dad gets a little bit irritated and she She's singing for the Bible. No applause, please. And uh, so uh, anyway, she's singing and, and uh, dad says, hey, honey, uh, uh, I'm trying to read the paper. Please don't, uh, please don't sing right now. And he goes back and she keeps on rocking. He's reading and she rocks for a little bit. Jesus loves me this. And dad gets a little bit frustrated. Honey, I said not to, not to sing. I'm, I'm trying to read right now. Sorry, daddy. Jesus loves me, this I know. And finally, dad got a little frustrated. He said, honey, I asked you now the third time, uh, quit singing. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to read. And she said, I'm sorry, daddy. It just comes out. You know what? The Christian life, it should just come out. Our faith, our system of belief, what, what we see in God's word, it should just be such a part of us. It's not an activity that we do. It is a life to be lived. Uh, we should allow God's word to impact who we are as a person. And, uh, and so we need to live uh, our faith. Live your faith. Number two, lead with your faith. Lead with your faith. Your, your faith it, it needs to be broadcast. Other people should see it. You know, there was a, there was a mentality years, years gone by that uh, you just didn't talk about relig- uh, religion. And, uh, you know, we just don't talk about that. Well, the reality is we should talk about it. And I'm not talking about religion, or t- I'm talking about relationship. Uh, the difference between Christianity and other, other religions is religion is an institution and it is an organ, uh, or more of a, uh, more of an, uh, a set of standards, rules, and guidelines. Uh, the Christian life is a relationship. God is our Father. Jesus is our, uh, we are an heir of the Father, joint heir with the Son. Uh, so uh, he is our Savior. We need to, uh, to share our faith. And, and with that, our faith needs to be communicated. We can't just uh, hold our faith in and, and hold it back. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.2, the Bible says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses... The same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. What is that? That is the passing off of our faith. We need to lead with our faith. Our faith should impact how we live, but it should also impact how we lead. It should cause us uh, to communicate communicate our faith to other people. Uh, we think about uh, sharing our faith. And when you share your faith, uh, the the goal is to win somebody to Christ. Uh, the, uh, the, the going soul winning, leading the soul to Christ. Uh, Matthew 28, 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost 
teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. The expectation that Jesus had on these believers was that they were going to take their faith and they were going to communicate it to other people, and that they would get saved, and now they were going to disciple them. They were going to teach them, train them what God had commanded them, what they had learned. They're going to hand that off. Why? So they could follow, so they could become a, a disciple of Christ. Uh, the, the great commission is to go and make disciples. That is the commission. Uh, but with that, the going and making disciples, you have to win them to Christ. Uh, they need to follow the Lord and believers' baptism, and that's the process uh, of, uh, of how we, uh, we, we bring them to a place where uh, they are learning, growing. Uh, but there is so much that's beyond just getting saved and getting baptized. That's just the beginning. I remember when I was in college. I do remember. And I remember when I, I was in college, I was a freshman. And I had read, up until I went to college, I had read two books. The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and Call of the Wild. Those are the only two books I had read. As a freshman, I had zero understanding of what it meant about how many hours of school you were going to take, how many college credits. Nobody sat me down. Nobody in my, my family went to college, so nobody else knew. And I got to college, and they gave you this, this uh, book, and it had every class that was offered by the college. And you could figure out what your requirements were, but they didn't care if you wanted to take... Marriage and motherhood, you could. If you wanted, they didn't care what class you took. Uh, and, and so uh, they gave me this, this uh, uh, handbook, and it had all the different classes that were there. And they, they were asking, figuring out how many hours. And they're like, well, how many hours do you want to take? You want to take 12 hours? I'm like, 12 hours? That's not much college. And that's not much class. I can do 12 hours. And I ended up signing up for 19 hours of courses as a freshman. 2,500 pages of outside reading. Adventures of Tom Sawyer, Call of the Wild. Oh my goodness. And I remember sitting in there, uh, I got partway through and uh, I heard an announcement in chapel. They said, today is the last day to drop a class. I said, I can drop something? Uh, <laughs> and I had one class that was a, it was a senior class. It was a 400 level class. Nobody told me I couldn't take those. So I was signing up for senior classes. And uh, anyway, so I'm, uh, I, had a, I had a senior class that I had signed up for. And so I, I ran down to the dean's office. I said, I want to drop that one right there. And so 17 hours was still a lot. But I got halfway through that first semester and Dr. Curtis Hudson wrote a book. And it was entitled Salvation Crystal Clear. I've got that book in my office. It's about that thick. Dr. Howells got up and said, we're going to have, we're adding a, a class or a book for every student. Every student has to read this book this semester. And I'm thinking, I've already got 2,500 pages of outside reading. I'd get home from work, uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'd stand in the kitchen with a book. 
And I'd start to read, and I would wake up when the book would hit the ground. And so uh, I have no idea what that book said. I was like, okay, it was just all a blur. But you know, uh, the Christian life, the Christian life really is, it is, you get saved, you get baptized, you follow, start following the Lord. What you find is there's a whole lot that you still need to be learning. And, and we need to allow our faith to grow. And our faith, as we are growing, we are to be handing it off to somebody else. And uh, so we need to live our faith. We need to lead uh, with our faith. And then thirdly, we need to love our faith. We love our faith. Love your faith. Do you, do you love your faith? I love, I love the Lord. I, I love being a Christian. I love church. I love my Bible. I, I, I love the things of God. I don't endure it. I love it. If you're going to be here 50 years from now, if the Lord Terry's is coming, you better fall in love with the things of God. Because people are going to disappoint you. People will hurt you. You'll be disappointed. You'll be hurt. When you love, you love your faith. You know, the Apostle Paul, you look at his life and all that he endured, and he just, he loved God. He loved people. He loved the work of the Lord. It wasn't a drudgery to him. It wasn't, it wasn't a battle for him. He, was, he wanted, you could just see it, uh, that, that he wanted to serve the Lord. And, and the Lord said, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Uh, and, and what our faith really represents, our faith represents love. For God so loved. Our faith represents that love, that love of God to man, but then that love that man can have for God. Love your faith. Love love the things of God. Love the people of God. You know, the gospel light, it attracts strange, strange bugs. There and you get that? Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes some people aren't as loving, lovable as others, are they? You know what? But God loves them. And because God loves them, I should love them. You know, when we think about Serving our God, we, we've got to love what he loves. He, he loves people that do not love him. That's why we should go soul winning. Say, well, you know, pastor, I've, I've gone out soul winning and I haven't seen anybody come to church. God doesn't command us to go soul winning to build the church. Soul winning is not a method to build the church. Soul winning is the heart of God. We go soul winning, we share the gospel. Why? Because God loves those people and he doesn't want them to go to hell. 
and he wants me to be a part of telling them. Amen. So, so with this, you know, we, we need to love what God loves. Say, well, I don't, I don't love going out. Well, I don't always love going out either, but I love God. Amen. Well, I don't like those people. And? <laughs> it has, has nothing to do with it. You see, in our faith, the Lord, the Lord loved those that were persecuting him, crucifying him. Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. He looked at the thief on the one hand. And he said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. You know, Christ was dying on the cross for his salvation. But not just for his salvation. For the salvation of those that are in the jail. That need to be reached. Salvation of those that don't know Christ. But they need a savior. You see, in this journey of faith, I need to live my faith. I need, I need to lead with my faith. I need to uh, allow my faith to impact how I communicate so I can share my faith, not just with the lost, but also to edify the believers. And then I need to love my faith. Uh, love your faith. Love God. Love what God loves. Love the people. Love the lost. Love others. Love the church. Uh, the Lord loves the church and gave himself for it, the Bible says. Love the people of God. Uh, when you love your faith, the God of your faith, you will want to follow the Lord and his word. You see, love predicates that obedience. I think about Luke chapter seven. Turn there real quickly and we'll be done. Luke chapter seven. The Lord was at Simon's house and as he was there, uh, a woman came with uh, an alabaster box with ointment and she breaks it. And let's look at verse number 40. Uh, she breaks it and she's anointing the Lord's uh, feet uh, with this ointment and washing her feet with her hair. Uh, and verse 40 of Luke 7. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on. And there was a certain, cre there was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? And Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom, that, whom he forgave most. And he said, said unto him, thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house, and thou gavest me no water for my feet. But she hath washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman since the time I came in hath ceased not to kiss my feet. Uh, my head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Uh, wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much, but, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. Skip down to verse 50. And he said to the woman, thy faith hath saved thee, go in peace. You know what we find? We just find that the actions, they 
are the result of a condition of love. And when we, when we have a true understanding of what God has forgiven us for, some are here tonight and you have not had a life of sin. And praise the Lord for that. God has saved you from. And, and when we think about that, God has been so good. And, and we need to have that faith, that journey of faith. Faith in God. Faith to live. Faith to lead. Faith to love. The future generations need, need uh, people who now are established in their journey. This, the people that are yet to come, that have yet to walk in these doors, they need us to be developing our personal relationship with the Lord. They need us to be growing. They need us to be uh, founded in our faith uh, and to be living the journey of faith. Why? Because they're going to need us when they walk through those doors. Some of them need us outside those doors to go get them. And so it's a journey of faith. God's been good to Bible Baptist Church. And we don't want to minimize that. And here, just thinking about those that uh, were young people, Brother Aaron, uh, Miss, Miss Deshaun, and, and then our kids uh, coming up and, uh, and growing and maturing and now serving the Savior. Uh, and they're, they're, our kids right now, they're the, they're the next leaders. But they won't be those next leaders if we are not living our faith, teaching and training and helping them. So let's take this journey of faith and allow it to be very real in our life. Father, thank you for your goodness. I pray that you'd bless our people. Help us, Lord, in our own personal walk with you. May uh, you be the one that, that helps us to grow. May we truly see and sense your working in our lives individually. And then, Lord, I pray that not only will we be blessed in our faith, but we would be able to uh, hand our faith uh, to those around us and to help others grow in their faith. And so bless now this evening. Speak to hearts for Christ's sake. Amen. Let's stand together.